Folks, welcome to the 54th edition of I Bleed Pinstripe, and I want to call it the opening day edition of I Bleed Pinstripes, as uh, I am recording this Wednesday, the 30th, so a few days away, uh, Major League Baseball kicks off Sunday night with a rematch of the World Series from last year between the Mets and the Kansas City Royals. Boy, what a turnaround it has been for the Royals, well-deserved Really good to see, uh, and this is certainly the Mets here. Anyway, let's kick off the show with uh, looking back on the men who wore number 54 for the Yankees. Number was first issued in 1950, Jim Delsing. Never heard of him. <laughs> I'm sure some of you out there have heard of him. First guy on this list, and I'm going to say everybody on this list because it's not a very long list. Andy Carey, wore it in 1952. Thad Tillotson. He wore it 67 to 68. Ken Johnson, 1969. Gary Wozlowski, 1970 71. Jim Rowland in 72. Steve Blauterek, 72. Ron Guidry Ward in 75. Dave Bergman, 75 to 77. Gil Patterson Ward in 77. Brian Fisher, 85 to 86. He was a mainstay there in the starting rotation. Brad Arnsberg, 87. Cecilio Guante, <laughs> 1987. Jay Buhner, he wore it also in 87 to 89. Oh, sorry, sorry. He wore it 87 to 88. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously it was traded for Ken Phelps, the best trade in Yankee history. Uh, immortalized in a Seinfeld episode. Uh, the Goose, Rich Goose Gossage. He wore it from 78 to 83, then came back in 89 to wear it. Dale Mahorek. 88 to 89. Tim Leary. Remember, he pitched for Cincinnati. 90 to 92 here. He wore it. Sterling Hitchcock. Wore it in 92. Bobby Munoz, 93. Jeff Reardon, the bearded wonder, 94. Joe Osanio, 94 to 95. Jim Mercer, 96 to 97. And Todd Erdos, wore it in 98 to 99. The last Yankee to wear the number. And the funny thing is, with all the numbers that the Yankees retire, you know, the Red Sox have a way of going about it where they will only retire it if you are in the Hall of Fame. And I think there's only one other. I think Pesky is the only guy who's not in the Hall of Fame but has his number retired. Um, Yankees, obviously, they go, they have their own way of doing things. Uh, but 54 is not retired, though it has not been worn since 1999. Um, and. Rich Gossage is in the Hall of Fame. And I was just looking at his numbers, and I'm like, like, oh, man, how did this guy... It's amazing that he's kind of in the Hall of Fame. You look at his numbers. I mean, he's got great numbers. He was a sort of, you know, one of the best relievers in baseball. But uh, I was just looking at his numbers, and I was like, eh, maybe because he's been crazy lately. Talking a lot of stuff lately, and uh, hopefully he's done with that. But um, anyway, let's get to it. Uh, the Yankees uh, finalizing their roster. Uh, let's see. Right now, it looks like everyday lineup will be Ellsbury and center, Gardner and left, A-Rod, DH and Tex. At first, McCann behind the plate, Beltran, Headley, Castro, and Didi. 
Uh, and the bench looks like it's going to be Dustin Ackley. Uh, it's Aaron Hicks in the outfield. And then it looks like it's going to be either Torres or Cosma uh, backing up. Uh, the Yankees sent down Rob Refsnyder after he got hit by uh, two balls <laughs> and back-to-back days, um, like 12 years old. Uh, and it look, oh, they're also probably going to keep Austin Romine. And that's pretty great. Uh, Austin is out of options, so he would have, uh, the Yankees would have had to let him go. Um, Yankees have have great depth. They sent Gary Sanchez down. Uh, He probably just needs a little seasoning, uh, and hopefully we'll see him soon. Uh, The starting pitchers, Tanaka, who hasn't looked great, but it's spring training. I, I can't, you know. Pitchers are just getting their work in, so let's see what happens. So Tanaka will be opening uh, the season at Yankee Stadium on Monday against the Strohs. So weird to play the Strohs. I keep thinking it's like an interleague game, but it's not. The Strohs are in the American League. And Sports Illustrated has picked them to go to the World Series. So this is a team to watch out for. Um, so Pineda, who has looked fabulous, but we'll see. Severino, uh, who you know could be uh, one of our... Uh, our best starters in a long time, homegrown starters, Evaldi. And it looks like CC has uh, uh, taken the fifth spot. Uh, Nova will be in the bullpen along with Brian Mitchell, uh, Chase and Shreve, uh, Batances and Miller, Chapman. Chapman will uh, come back, I believe, May 8th or something, spend it for 30 days. Um, so there's a couple people fighting for a couple spots left in the bullpen. Tyler Olson, a lefty, Nick Goody, Anthony Swarzak, Brian Pinder, Kirby Yates, who has been great, Johnny Barbato, Brian Mitchell. Oh, and there was another kid I was just reading, Luis Sessa, another lefty who, who's had a great spring training. So we'll see. You know how the Yankees move, guys, all season. It's, you know, back and forth with the shuttle to Scranton. So a lot of these guys we're going to see anyway. And, you know, you take the first 25 guys, but, you know, your roster, you really do use your 40-man roster in the Yankees. I think last year, the last couple of years, I mean, they've used 50 plus people. So, you know, don't get too crazy about who's on the opening day roster. But I like this team and I I like, I mean, I think it's a better team than last year. Uh, When you think of Hicks in the outfield, more dynamic uh, than, I can't even remember his name now that he's gone. (laughs) Went to the Red Sox, but he was our outfielder last year. Ah, Chris Young. I think this team is much better than last year. I well, Let's not say much better. The Yankees did have the second best. Uh, they were second best in runs last year. It's amazing to think because there are times where you're like, this team can't score any runs. Um, and they've had some problems so far in spring training. But again, I'm not going to put too much emphasis on what things go on in spring training. Let's see what a team does during the season. Give them a month. Give them till we always give them to uh, Memorial Day. Um, but if you take Hicks... For which he's been quiet. Everybody likes him. Uh, Hicks can play every position in the outfield. Uh, you've got Ackley now for a season who looks well again. Again, I, I hate it because I'm like, oh, well, he looks good. But uh, we have big hopes for Ackley. He can play the infield. He can play the outfield. Austin Romine, young kid. He's solid behind the plate. He's got can got a little pop to his bat. You know, Torres and Hosma. Uh, Hosma, great defense. Played for St. Louis the last few years. Torres... He's got some pop in his bat, so uh, I'm leaning towards him. I want someone who, you know, I hate a guy in the lineup who's not really going to give you anything. Uh, so it looks like this Torres kid may make the team. And then you got to think that the you got to think. Well, it's such a question mark, and it's the same thing as last year. Uh, Tanaka, Pineda, Severino, Evaldi, Cece. You got to think that Pineda, Severino, Evaldi 
Uh, I've got to give you seven innings every time. You know, if you've got Batances, Miller, and Chapman, I mean, the game's over. This could be, that's why I think this team could be very good, but it will hinge, I feel like, on the starting staff. And, you know, you know, we always, I always say, you know, Tex is going to be out for 30 days, you know. This is a walk year for him. Uh, you know, next year he's a free agent, so, you know, a lot of times these guys have great years in their walk year. I got to think that the Yankees let him go after the year. Uh, I can't see them coming back. I know we have Greg Bird. I know he had the shoulder injury. But I've got to give Greg Bird. I've got to get younger. Cannot pay a guy another twenty million dollars down there. You know, it's just not worth it anymore. So, but yeah, that's that's it right now. Sadly for me, I right now I still will not be able to watch Opening Day because even though it is an ESPN ESPN game and on MLB they always show every you know Opening Day game, uh, I'll still be blacked out here in Connecticut because I'm in the New York Yankee range. Um, I guess where I am, I've got Red Sox, I've got Mets, and I've got the Yankees. Uh, any home game, I believe that's the rule. Any home game, and then I'll be I'm blacked out. I can't watch it. So doesn't look like I'll be able to watch it. I don't know what's going to happen on Monday, but you know what? There's worse things going on in the world. I'll be able to listen to the game on the radio. It'll be fine. I've seen so many games on TV. I can't com- really complain. I mean, I can complain, <laughs> but you know, they'll deal with it. They'll get their stuff together, whether it's opening day, you know, you hope it's on Monday at like 1242 and all of a sudden the Yes Network pops up on my Comcast. But, you know, it's just, it's a joke that's on both sides. Yeah, it's been, it's, I have missed it. Uh, I don't miss Michael K, but I have missed, you know, having the Yes Network. But, you know, you get your news elsewhere. There are people who don't have, uh, who don't live with the Yes Network. So, but they're lucky because, if they have the MLB package, they can at least watch those games anytime. So my buddy in San Francisco, if he has an MLB package, he can watch every Yankee game if he wants. You know, I can't right now. So, but again, I've got the radio. Uh, I hope to, even though it's, I think it's supposed to be like in the forties, still going to go out in the backyard, uh, grill up some hot, I got some hot sausages. I got some sweet sausages down in the freezer, get those out, get some buns, get some sauce, you get some mustard on there. Woo. It's going to be a fun day. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I can bring the radio out there, which is awesome. And, you know, over the last few years, I've gotten back into good graces with Sterling and, and, uh, Susan, uh, I've enjoyed them and just sort of taken the high road. I, I didn't like them there for a while, John, but you know what? It's, it's just a game and I love it. So, you know, I just take, I, I don't take his words too much as, uh, he's more fun. Whereas I think Michael Kay is a know-it-all you know, he just likes to talk a lot of crap and I just, I don't like, I don't like the cut of his jib. <laughs> that being said, it's going to be an interesting year. A lot of teams, uh, you know, it seems that the things have changed in baseball. Uh, you know, if you look at the AL East this year, uh, the Blue Jays, the Yankees, Orioles, Rays, Red Sox, you can pick any of these teams, honestly, for first or last place. I think it's that close. I mean, last year, the difference was 15 games. Red Sox were in last place. People have questioned whether the Red Sox rotation is that good. You know, they seem that, and whether their offense is that great. So we'll see, you know, this is how the season plays out. People are saying Tampa, in Tampa Bay, you know, as bad as I thought they'd be, I mean, they were 80 and 82 last year. And as bad as I thought the Orioles were last year, they were 81 and 81 last year. So it's definitely a tough division. Uh, Right now, hey, the Blue Jays are the class act of the division. Hats off to them. They have such a huge offense. Uh, we'll see what they can do. 
but I, I think the Yankees are better. Obviously, I'm a Yankee fan, so I'm kind of biased, I guess. Uh, I'm trying to look through it without blinders on. But I, I think the Yankees have a good chance to do some good things. Uh, they're getting younger. And I like the direction that they're heading. Go to the Central. Obviously, the Royals are the class of that division, whereas the Indians are probably... A lot of people are picking the Indians. They have a good young core coming up. Got a great manager, Tito Francona. Uh, the Twins, who had a really solid season last year, 83 and 79, I could see them doing well. The White Sox, who knows? And the Tigers, who knows? You know, So that division... You could get somebody out there who can come and surprise you. The Twins could surprise. The White Sox could surprise. I wouldn't say the Tigers would surprise. Uh, they did uh, make some trades. They got up, uh, was it one of the Uptons, Justin Upton. So we'll see how that goes. In the West, you got the Rangers, Astros, Angels, Mariners, and A's. It looks like it's going to be another down years for the A's. Uh, the Mariners, who knows? We've been waiting for the Mariners to be good for a while. Uh, the Angels... I'm hearing reports the Angels are going to be not so great this year, which is kind of weird. <laughs> Angels have been so good for so long, and they have so much talent, but you know they're just missing a few pieces here and there. Uh, the Astros, it's their division for the next maybe f- 10 years. You know The other team in Texas, the Texas Rangers, they seem like they don't want to give that up, so watch out for them well. Uh, well. Uh, they've got uh, Hugh Darvish back, and they've got Cole Hamels. They've got a good team. Uh, so that should be a Texas two-step, as they say down there. Hee-haw! <laughs> um, go to the National League, where I think the better teams are, maybe. You, you know, if I look at the Mets, the Nationals, the Cardinals, the Pirates, the Cubs. The West, I'm not sure. The West, you got the Dodgers, who won the division, the Giants. Uh, it's a... It's an even year, sir. You know, it's a Giants kind of year. Uh, the Diamondbacks, who are better, um... And then the Padres and Rockies. I could say that if some, if there's going to be a surprise team this year, I would think it'll be out west. So I would think either the Diamondbacks, Padres, or Rockies are going to have a hell of a year. I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, I would think it's the Giants and Dodgers. People have uh, speculated the Dodgers are not. You know, they've had a really tough spring training. A lot of injuries. A new manager who's never managed in the big league. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, I think the best division in baseball, um, and I think the AL East is the, probably the most competitive, but I think the best teams in baseball, the Cardinals, Pirates, and Cubs. Obviously, people are picking the Cubs to finally do it. Uh, they have a fun team. Uh, I've never been a fan of the Cubs. Uh, well, I can't say that. When I lived in Chicago, I thought I would like the Cubs, but I didn't like their fans. And I don't want to put them all together. You know, there's obviously good Cubs fans. But when I lived there and I lived a couple blocks away, it was mostly White Sox fans who I thought were awesome, uh, salt to the earth. And it was like these Cubs fans who were very cocky. And I was just like, dude, your team hasn't won in, you know, 400 years. Like, you should not be getting in my face. Say what you want about them. It looks like it's the Cubs year. How can you not like Joe Madden? The team's fun. A lot of young kids. Theo has built, you know, He's built a great thing there, and they should be good for the next 10 years. I'm actually heading out to see my godson in a couple weeks. He's uh, going to be in a big play, uh, so I'm going to catch a Cubs game with some buddies. Uh, Cubs-Rockies, I think it's on the 15th, that Saturday. Should be fun. Hopefully it's a nice 60-degree day in Chicago. 
nothing like being at the ballpark on an afternoon in Chicago. But yeah, the Pirates again should be really good. The Cardinals should be, you know, the Cardinals are the Cardinals, but I think it's the Cubs. It's it's there for the Cubs for the taking. The Brewers and Reds seem to be dead in the water. Uh, the Reds may be the worst team in baseball. Uh, and then we go to the, the National League East, and, you know, I think the Phillies are starting to turn the corner. They've got good young talent, the Braves, and the Mar- uh, I think the Braves will be the worst team in that division. Uh, and they move into a new stadium next year, which is weird. They've only been in Turner Field for since 98. 98? It's crazy. <laughs> Um, and then I've and I also heard the Diamondbacks who have been in their same since 98 want a new stadium, state-of-the-art stadium. Are you crazy? They say, hey, if you want a new stadium, go ahead and go out and build your own stadium. It seems to be Nationals and Mets uh, should be a great rivalry all year. The Marlins could, you know, with Donnie Baseball taking over, could do something there. We'll see. You never know with the Marlins. Uh, but it seems to be the, the Nets and Mets. The Mets, again, there for the taking. Me personally, I'd love to see Cubs Mets again in the NL West and the NL um, in the National League Championship Series. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, and obviously, I'd love to see Yankees and who cares who else in the American League. But uh, I know Sports Illustrated has selected. I think they selected Cubs in Houston again. It's I'm like, why are they? I was like, why are they selecting two teams from the National League? But you, I, I still the Brewers and the and the Astros. I still get that mixed up. I kind of want them to switch back. I miss, I miss the Yankees going to Milwaukee. I, I just you know, growing up as a kid, you just missed out. I also hate the imbalance schedule because the you know the Tigers used to be in the East and we used to always play the Tigers. Now we you know we go to Detroit once a year and it's kind of I don't know. It was nice when you're a kid and you get to you know especially the old Tiger Stadium you get to watch two series there, three series there a year. And then if you listen to it on the radio, even on the TV side, when you went to the Tiger Stadium and even the new stadium, you can hear it. The, the microphones are very low in the stands and you can just hear people chattering. Uh, so I always had a blast listening to those games when the Yankees went to Detroit and uh and Milwaukee I don't like the way that it's projected on TV it seems like they're in a warehouse or something I know they're in a dome but it just seems weird same thing with Toronto and and you know when the Yankees play in Tampa Bay it's kind of hard to watch those games I hate watching games I mean last year was great for Toronto the fans were back out again Obviously, if there are fans in the stadium, it makes a huge difference. Uh, the Tampa Bay games, it reminds me of the old, when the Yankees would play Cleveland at the Mistake by the Lake Municipal Stadium, and there'd be 4,000 fans, and it would just be like, it just felt so dreadful. <laughs> oh, well, what are you going to do? Um, these are things that are not that big of a deal. I'm just really excited for baseball. You know, it's springtime. Things are getting warmer and, you know, there'll be there'll still be a few days where it's going to be like, you know, here on the East Coast, it's still going to be 30 degrees. We might see some flurries. Um, I know last night here in Connecticut, we got down to like probably about 32 degrees. But, you know, it's a beautiful day today. Baseball's around the corner. Uh, it's nice to have it back, to have it every day. There's a lot of crazy things going on in this country and it's just nice to have baseball to deflect my attention because it's just it's good. It's fun. Uh, it's good for families. It's good for everybody. You know, just go to the stadium, take your mind off of the uh, BS that's going on in the world. Anyway, guys, uh, it's been a pleasure. I am, I'll be back next week. Where we'll wrap up the first week of baseball. Hopefully, the Yankees are like five, six, and zero. It'd be great. You know, get off to a great start. Usually, that means very good things for the year. Anyway, guys, take care. I'll talk to you later. Bye. I bleed pinstripes I bleed pinstripes
stripes 